Welcome to episode 217, we think, of Flight Football and Anything <laughs> Else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I think did, we might have fucking butchered that start. Who knows? We're so flustered right now with this effing technology, so you can explain that. Yeah. I, I'm better than most, not as good as some, everybody. How are you doing? Um... <laughs> Never did I thought it'd be three zombie ISIS deep before we started this fucker. So I, I guarantee we'll lose one listener by the third segment. But now, wait a second. How did we screw that? Welcome to episode 217 of Flight Football. Anything else? I'm Mike and I'm Dave. Hey. Maybe it was me. It yeah, was I probably don't know. Me. A, yeah, so that this, uh, but this whole night is probably going to be a crapshoot now because we, we started early tonight at 545, and here we are at. 7.20 doing the introduction, so we started early, 40 minutes late. Um, but before we introduce the first beer, yes. um, yeah. I got a couple. Oh, okay. Number one, I listened to episode 216. As I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see him out of beer in his late great story. I didn't say bottom. I said, as I look down into my glass. Uh-oh. So I fucked up the idea. 216 times, essentially. I, I, I think I started this to Stuart Scott probably in the first 10 episodes. I we, think so, yeah. So how do I fuck something? And I wasn't even, uh, I maybe legally I was drunk, but last, I mean, last pod was not one of my, you know, stagger home. Right. Oh, I, no. I can't remember. No, so not at all. How do I butcher the fucking ending? So strike one on me. Strike two, and we were talking about um, Dan Campbell's decision to go for it, and I was saying analytics, and I said, well, the Yankees haven't won. You know, the Red Sox, the Yankees are the most analytic team in baseball, and they haven't won a World Series. And, in fact, since 2000, the the Red Sox have won three, and they have won none. Well, 2004, 2007, 2013, and 2018 is four World Series for the Red Sox, and the Yankees actually did win in 2000. And it was the last of their three-peat. They won in 98, 99, and 2000. 2000. So it's actually four to one, not three to nothing Red Sox. So that's another bonehead move. And then this wasn't even on the pod, but I feel like a complete idiot. You know how like when like you you listen to a song and you think the words are something and then you find out they're not? Here's I'm very embarrassed. Eric and I from Tweak's Corner were talking about um, the episode on Seinfeld, and I never. And Elaine gets into it with Poppy about the subject of abortion, and they leave. So Elaine does. Elaine and Jerry don't get to eat the duck, and then Eric responded back, "It's not a pizza until it comes out of the oven. No, it's a pizza once you put the dough in your hands." I never even under. I never even got the abortion analogy with. No, the oh, pizza, uh, it's not oh, a yeah. pizza until you put it, take it out of the oven. No, it's a pizza as soon as you put the dough in your hand. And I feel like a complete five-year-old idiot. How do I not get that reference? I was I just know. thinking of it a pizza concept. Yeah. I was like, well, when is it a pizza, really? But that's actually <laughs> an abortion, kind of like Bill uh, Bill Burr did with his cake. It's like, that wasn't a cake. Well, if you'd have left it in the hour, another hour, it would have been. <laughs> so, but anyway, so... I did, so yeah. two pod corrections and then one life correction, there we'll call go. it. But right. anyway, 
So our first tasting, Liz picked up when she was at Korox after she left her Lansing home. And we have Feral from Fat Orange Cat and New England Hazy Double IPA, 8.9%, zero IBUs. So after two hours of waiting and almost three Voodoo Ices, we will sample our first beer. And you're the technical guy. Was it just a glitch, Dave, or this how happened. do you explain it? Is, those... is it because the lights in the North Studio are? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a stroke from <laughs> if, the, if that keeps blinking anymore. Uh, here we'll. Cheers yeah, without first. further ado, cheers. cheers. Oh, that's New England this hazy is, all the way. I love me a fat orange cat. I'm telling you what this. Mm. They know how to do those, don't they? Oh yeah, that that's that's delicious. So to answer your question, this has happened once or twice before. This Back, is the third time it's happened. Third time it's happened. Is it the, was the second time with the Yeti still, or was it with this? It with, was with the Monocaster. With the Monocaster. Because I know it happened with the Yeti, and for some reason, the only thing I can think of is when the laptop updates, something changes. Yeah, it probably you know, goes back to factory settings or some something. Some type of factory setting, I'm not sure, but it, that or the... It goes back to a factory setting, so it doesn't recognize the the output from the recording device, or somehow the order because they specifically say you got to have your recording device on before you open Audacity. So it could right. be an Audacity issue with depending on the order that you turn these things on, it messes with it. Because I, how many times did I reset this thing? It- from what I could see from my vantage point as I was drinking my zombie ices, I'm going to say at least five. Yeah, five or six, and then turning this thing on and off and trying to go into the settings, and lo and behold, I reset it the fifth time or sixth yep. time. and Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Um, quick question, Eric Tweaks Corner, intro-outro music. Didn't you say that was the name of our intro-outro music is Odyssey? And I went on because I thought we were going to have to – I've got an email somewhere that he sent me. Yeah. And I, but I, because I, we thought we were going to have to go to the phone. And the phone had actual very good sound quality the one time we, the last time we had this problem and you were not able to fix it. We right. went to, and we recorded off the phone and the sound was really good. Yeah, agreed. But we just didn't have the bells and whistles. The fun. Um, yeah. Of the. There you go. You know. Right. And, you know. The millions of listeners we have, they look forward to those bells and whistles, <laughs> believe me. Where the hell's the rim shot? So, anyway, I was looking, because I was going to, because we were going to use your, the Spotify pot for podcasters on your phone, and I was queuing up the sound effects on my phone. I was just going to put my phone by your phone and get the sound effects, yeah. but I couldn't find Odyssey, but I may actually have to have Eric do for Odyssey to burn and we may have to change intro outro music for the well we started with black angus and then that one change. so the third intro outro song might be burn because i think i like burn better than odyssey all right so eric what do you think buddy or do you want to stick with odyssey your call um all right what have you watched okay real quick uh american nightmare based on your recommendation and some others liked it quite a bit and crazy story in the sense in the beginning in the sense that it, it just got so wacky 
But you, know you think, but the way that Netflix played the series, and spoiler alert here, so if you want to watch um, American Nightmare on, Netflix. on your own, yeah. uh, fast forward one minute. So that's four clicks of the 15 second forward if you're on Spotify. The first one and a half episodes, didn't you think they were scamming and like. Oh, to some degree, it just didn't seem right. And it's like, right. Oh, and then yeah, all of a sudden, it was like, hey, the fucking. And they settled out of court for $2 million, but. She paid the price for it. I mean, that had to oh be a whole fucking horrific, oh. horrific one day, oh, or day and was, a half, or whatever she was at. Actually, I was really surprised they only got two point five. True, yeah. I, I I was a little bit shocked, but apparently, I saw an article when I was kind of researching it to to get their names because I had forgot their names, Denise Huskins and Aaron Quinn. But uh, I saw an article that the Vallejo, did I get that right? The police department. Yeah. Yeah. I guess after this Netflix special came out, they just got inundated with hate mail and hate oh, yeah. phone calls yep. and just yeah, I mean it just it's I probably still happening. Um Jason, I mean I think I text you and you know I finished Warrior season 1. Yes. And like you said, it ramped up no. and I could not put the damn thing down and season I Season 2 is the exact same way. Um because I'm start slow but it's Yeah, ramping. like the first 3 episodes like okay, this is and then I don't know. It's just a slow burn. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm, I'm telling in- you what. I'm telling you what. The main character, uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, Ashan, Assam, yeah. Assam. Yeah. He's cool. He's yeah. great. And some of the other main characters. But who makes that? Who makes that whole thing? The guy that recruit the the steps, the, young, the, the son the the bastard son <laughs> of the guy who's leading that group, who's Assam's buddy. That he's, really yeah. likes to dice them motherfuckers up. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. And then let's he, go dice them. He says, he's always saying, let's go dice them. And, they, and or if he's not saying that, he's uh, he says, I want to go get some sticky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's the best. Oh my god! And then the so other guy that I like, I do like the the, the basically, shall we call him? Yeah. This is what I, I view Chuck as, loyal listener Chuck McPeak, the Irish guy that's kind of like a oh, yeah. the, uh, head of the Irish oh, union that wants can, Irish workers on the railroad as opposed to Asian workers. He can worker. take a lead pipe upside oh, yeah. the head and just keep staring at you. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that guy. See, now, that's what I was going to say, because I'm through, I think, six okay. on season two. All right. And it's starting to pick up, and it's getting interesting. So we won't talk yep. too much more about it, because we might end up meeting Jason at Loggers to get our... He his donations yep. perfect. So we got a few donations, and that one we can just get a little sound bite of his take on Warrior while we're drinking our beer. But the only thing I want to say about Warriors is like, isn't it weird how, like, let's say me and you are the two baddest fucking fighters on the planet. Yep. And we just go toe to toe, and neither one of us can really be hurt. But then in the next scene, like it's you versus fifteen people. And you just obliterate them, and you you're, you don't even get a drop of dust on you, a speck of dust on you. It's it's weird. It's like depending on your challenge or how much punishment you can take. Because like the one guy got beat up, right? Because remember the fight he lost, yeah, one on one. Yep. But then he's beat twelve guys who had swords, pipes, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. It's like come on, that's fight well, scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the you know, it's I don't know, it's it's. Uh, who knows? Right. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, good, season good season good two point. does pick up. Good All right, point. go ahead. And then uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. I ended up watching it. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Okay, that's okay. Part one. Yep. Yep. And the only thing I got to say about that: um, entertaining, sure. 
a bit salty and over the top on some of the scenes. You know what I mean? Like you're like, okay, whatever, sure. Yep. And then the dramatic pauses. Did you watch it? I have. I have. I honestly, I don't know if I've seen any Mission Impossible. Okay. Is Tom Cruise in all of them? Yes. Okay. I don't think I've seen Mission any Impossible Mission. Two. I I I almost turned that one off. Okay. The second one, and so just because of whoever was directing it, telling them, you know, how he must have told them how to speak or how to. It was anyway. Uh. Yeah, I just I just thought they were they just seemed not quite in character with some of the other Mission Impossibles where it was the dialogue was just a lot smoother and and just more realistic. I don't know. Anyway, that was my two cents. All right. Anything else? Nope. I can't buy Tom Cruise in anything other than risky business, <laughs> all the right moves, and a off an officer and a gentleman. Fucking idiot. A few good men. Right. Not not, not Top Gun. Uh, no, I'm not, not a fan. Top Gun, too, top, I th- top Gun, I'm Team Val Kilmer, okay. Iceman. Sure, sure, sure. I, I, think he, yeah. I think he's better than yeah. Tom Cruise in that. Top Gun 2 is arguably, arguably better than 1. Right, I still haven't seen that. Yeah. But if I were to rate Tom Cruise's roles, I'm going A Few Good Men, All the Right Moves, Risky Business. How to go in there. Puts on the sunglasses. Looks like the University of Illinois. Because <laughs> you know, um, that guy, he was in One Day at a Time, and yeah. he was interviewing um, uh, Tom Cruise's character to get into an Ivy League, Ivy League school, and it was actually Barbara Mono's boyfriend, David Kincaid, in the show One Day at a Time. And I had some... Uh, Youth movements watching one day at a time, if you know what I'm saying, buddy. Um, all right, what I watch, Liz and I, we can't get away from Hightown. I, I hmm. last week I told you it streaming's the way to go, streaming's the way to go, streaming's the way to go. But episode two was out last Friday. We watched it. I love the show. Uh, season three did not get good reviews, but through two episodes, Liz and I like it. That is on stars. We did finish Hijack. Last week, I told the listeners I had watched episodes one through six. Fucking hijack, just like Ted, is seven episodes. Liz and I never leave the season finale in limbo. We leave two so we can go boom, boom, and then watch the end of it. Right. But that's the second series on Apple that I've watched. No, well, not Apple, because uh, Ted was uh, Peacock. Peacock, yeah. But Ted was seven episodes, which I watched all seven in one day. And then Hijack was seven episodes, and season two has been renewed. I don't know where they're going to go from there, but that uh, Hijack was very good on Apple TV. Um, we watched episode five of Critical Record on Apple TV. Episode six aired last night. We haven't seen that yet. And then uh, we already talked about Warrior. Yep. And then Liz and I, stars, throwback, flashback. Outlander, season one. Season one is 16 episodes, one hour apiece. We're through through 14 of the 16. Oh, my God. It's a banger. Outlander's a banger, and I forgot how much Jamie and Claire like to fuck. I mean, that's all they do is fuck. And here's here's the one thing that's so baffling to me. At the very least, 
some red coats harassed her at the very least because it, it's a brief scene before the red coats get killed from up above, like up in the grassy knoll, if you will. And you don't see anything, obviously. So at the very least, she's harassed. Gotcha. At worst, right. she's raped. Later that night, her and Jamie by the campfire, they're fucking. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, like maybe, maybe if you travel back in time 200 years, it's like, you know what? It don't really matter. You know, I'm going 200 years forward, 200 year, years back. I'll have sex when I want to have sex. But it just seemed, the timing of it seemed kind of weird. Like I say, at very minimum, minimum. Yeah. she was harassed. Worst yeah. case scenario, she was raped. And they had sex that night. <laughs> uh, and finally, last Sunday, yeah. Imagine Theater. Love the place. Double thumbs up. Can't speak of it enough. Another throwback. Liz is a huge fan of it. The only scene I remembered, I know I had seen it, is the Ox Baker scene. But Liz and I went to see Escape from New York with Kurt Russell, I think in 1980, 1981. Snake Plissken. Yeah, Snake Plissken. So, and it... Boy, it's amazing. 1980, 2024, like when his glider falls off the World Trade Center. I mean, it's literally, a, it has to be a paper airplane that they, <laughs> to, to now the some of the scenes you see. Oh, yeah. But, hey, it was the movie experience. I mean, sure. and that movie had more people in it than probably any new movie that her, Liz and I have seen the last 10 movies as far we've as seen. well-known actors. And oh yeah. I mean, there yet. had to be at least 50 people in that theater for, oh. for a 1980. Oh, movie. what? Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, I thought you were saying, okay. Wow. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. There, it was anybody under the age of 40. No, I don't think so. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. All right. You good. I'm glad that's all we've watched. All right. Um, I know Eric last week, you know, t- talked about music. And so a couple music things, I saw a video from one of Shelly's phone, uh, friend's phones. They went to Vegas and saw U2 in the sphere. Okay. Yeah. And they got the good seats. So, and I, I don't know if they got these, these good of seats, but it's really weird. If you go to StubHub and go to the sphere and click around, have you ever done that? No. Not, I've been on StubHub and clicked around, but never for the sphere well, in Vegas. For the sphere in Vegas? No. So you can get anywhere from to watch you two, you can get anywhere from two hundred and eighty six dollars a ticket to six thousand seventy eight dollars a ticket. Yes, <laughs> I, I believe that was you two as iconic as they are, and you two is another one of those bands. Sands, Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah, I'm not a fan of you two at all. Right, Sunday Bloody Sunday is an iconic song that sure is a banger. There, there's probably two or three for me at least, but. Uh, the the video coming from Shelly's friend's phone, I think it was Lynn, it was no, Katie's, it was from Katie's phone, and the, I mean I would probably get sick. I've been in one of those uh, in Disney. There was one being up that high, and it's kind of like how people describe the Little Caesars Arena, yeah. like how steep it is up yep. there, that steep or steeper. But I mean the entire the whole in front of you, it's amazing. It's 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 truly amazing, and you're and you're buying tickets for that experience. But I, I mm, depending on where I'm sitting, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do it because it was just. I, it's not that not like a, right. I've been in an IMAX theater, but like uh, I forgot what the ride was at Disney. But you get up in this chair, 
I've never been to Disney. You get up in this like it, it's almost like a, uh, a a ski lift chair, and you you get up in front of this screen, and you all you have in front of you, probably one eighty vision wise, is a big screen, and then the chair flies you through canyons, and it flies okay. you over mountains, and the chair moves with the video screen, and I thought it was gonna hurl on all the people below me, so that, and then the Grammys. Uh, the only thing I got to say about the Grammys. I'm and the sure, Grammy goes too. <laughs> I'm sure that the far right media is convinced that the Grammys, like the NFL, is a scripted conspiracy to further prop up the Swifty Nation in order to spread leftist propaganda. And also, by the way, Molly Cyrus forgot to wear underwear again. Did she? Oh yeah. What'd you see? I, every, worth, everybody it, saw it. What did you? But what did you see? I mean, you saw pretty much. I mean, she had a little bit. Depending on the dress she wore, at she she I, she had wardrobe changes, but she even said she, she said on her on her Grammy that she won. She said, "Oh, oh, and yes, by the way, I did forget to wear my underwear." Huh? Yeah. So she was proud of it. I mean, do you literally see? I don't think I did, but oh, well. you know what I mean. All it's right, left then, I, up, then I'm not gonna bother. <laughs> it's left up to your imagination. All right. Um. Yeah. Nothing to do with what you said, but sort of, kind of. Yeah. Have you ever... I putty golfed on the course outside of Disney in Orlando. We did. Yes. Yes. Never been in any of the parks. Now, this is probably a stupid question, and I know loyal listener Brian, him and his wife, they're huge Disney fans. They just love it, and they, they go there... I don't know if every year, but they go there quite a bit and they love it. Yeah. And he'll probably get mad at me for not knowing this. And I know in the title it's different, so I'm not a complete idiot, but Universal Studios, mm-hmm. is that affiliated with Disney or is that different than Disney? Because, like, I saw a package for Universal Studios, you can go three parks in five days. Does mm-hmm. that have, is that anything to do with Disney? No. So that's totally different than Disney. To my knowledge, it is. So what does what does Disney have? And this offer? could be a corrections corner, but I, I'm pretty certain it's different. It's not affiliated. Does Disney own Universal Studios? That's a great question. Right, it's, Brian, it's a completely different park, though. Brian, Facebook message me or text me, but because I think Brian and his family are Disney junkies, right? Universal and Studios. And I, have, is I haven't been. Fun. To, I haven't been to any either one of them except the time we played uh, putty golf when we were dropping Cam off. To go with was it Josh and yeah. was it Josh's mom and dad or Jamie's yes, Josh, mom and dad? Oh, good question. Don't know. Jamie will give us the answer to this like six weeks from now when she finally catches up. Because <laughs> she does catch up, she just yep. gets behind. All right. Well, you hopefully you'll edit this silence part out because I think you're looking up at Disney versus Universal. Universal Pictures is an American film studio owned by Comcast. You, we don't. I'm not talking universe. I'm talking the park part. I know oh, the, the Universal, Universal Studios. Studios. That's the movie. I, I oh, know that. Okay. Universal Studios theme park. Well, I would think Universal Studios is. Um, let's see. Come on. All right. Well, you yeah. look that up. I'm going to go inside the ropes. All right, David. Do it. All right. AEW, I have a couple more weeks till Revolution, which will be Sting's last match in Greensboro, North Carolina? Greensboro, South Carolina. Greensboro, North Carolina. I think it's North Carolina. So I have a couple weeks before I have to give my pay-per-view projections. But all I can say is the state of AEW wrestling can be summed up with this little story. Collision. 
which is AEW's secondary wrestling show, airs on Saturday night on TNT or TBS. Not a Corrections Corner is one of the two. They had 300,000 viewers. Now, that's like a third of the listeners of Flights Football than anything else. Correct. On Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But meanwhile, on Discovery, Big Little Brawlers had 356,000 viewers. <laughs> so, in other words, a reality show about midget wrestling, and that's, I don't politically correct me on that, that's how it, the, the marquees it said, midget wrestling, that's what it's called. Yeah. A documentary about midget wrestling outdrew AEW's second show by 56,000 viewers. Now, to be fair... On Discovery Network, that was a Tuesday night, who's doing anything on a Tuesday night, and the Collision episode, which had a, a Collision low 300,000, was going head-to-head with the Royal Rumble, the WWE's premium live event. But nonetheless, you lost by 59,000 viewers to a reality show about midget wrestling with no... I mean, I mean, they were just, they're yeah. just little people, right? dwarfs, midgets, however they like to be addressed, that nobody knows, but it's just like like my my 600-pound life or whatever it's called. It's right. just like, wow, I want to look at the oddity, the bearded woman, the sword, the sword swallower, the fire breather, whatever, you know, of the big top circus. Right. So when you're wrestling, and again, I'm not shitting on AEW, but... Because I've always viewed AEW as the XFL, the USFL, and now what is it called? The USFL? No, the UFL. Yeah, United Football League. Yeah, United Football League. Yeah, because the XFL and USFL merge. Yep. That's what I view. I mean, I never thought the XFL was going to take away my fandom of the NFL. But, hey, it's when the NFL is, hey, football is football. Right. And that's what I view AEW. Raw is Monday night. SmackDown's Friday night, Dynamite's Wednesday, Collision's Saturday. Wednesday and Saturday is just to get me to Monday and Friday. That's how I've always viewed AEW. But when you're losing to the big little brawlers in the television wars, right, Tony, you might want to start saving some of your millions and millions. Now, you know, you and I have eight listeners, but we're not paying anybody millions, you know, I mean, Tweaks Corners got us over a barrel for that $250,000 that we're paying them to use their intro and outro music. But, I mean, other than that, you know, we're bill free. Right. Um, WWE, Rhea got fucking beat down again by the fucking fat slob. So there's a title. Adam Pierce made a title match for Elimination Chamber, Rhea versus. And I think there's no way Rhea loses before WrestleMania. So Rhea beats. Nia Jax at Elimination Chamber. And then we have, what the fuck was I going to say? Come on, Mike. Think, 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 think. Oh, shit. Brain fart. Uh, Let's go. But now Liv Morgan's talking shit to Rhea Ripley. If they have Liv Morgan, I will live with a a Nia Jax beating of Rhea Ripley. If Liv Morgan beats Rhea Ripley, I'm done with wrestling. Liv Morgan is an OnlyFans wet dream and does not belong in beating anybody up. Right. Especially since she was just arrested for possession of marijuana in Florida. 
And it's what? like in real life, not not you know, not pretend she was in real life. And it's like she's talking shit to Rhea Ripley. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? You're gonna there's no way Liv Morgan beats right. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. So um but yeah, so yeah. that's where I'm going with that. And then all the um injuries and everything. I was on No DQ this past Tuesday. The No DQ review had a lot of fun there. Thanks, Aaron, for inviting me on. It was a lot of fun. And those guys are experts in their and I, I'm looking at it as a fan. And uh Mr. J, M-I-S-T-A-J, who I've never been on a review with him. He brought up a good point. And his prediction is Roman headlines both nights. Night one, he beats The Rock. Night two, he loses to Cody. I don't like. I don't like that finish. I do not like Roman have to go twice. I think The Rock is a swerve because of the injuries, and they're trying to figure out. Okay, what do we do? Because we got Seth Rollins who's hurt. We've got CM Punk who tore his tricep right in, at the Royal Rumble. Yep. What are we gonna do? Rock's on the Rock's a CEO or whatever for. Um, the, the new com- the new company no yeah. not well that too but oh. with uh, Endeavor and TKO oh the he's the, on the board and I think he just got on there to give the crowd a pop and now they're trying to figure out it's like okay how are we gonna do this because Seth's got a bad knee Punk tore his tricep so where are we gonna go where, you know where do we go from here now that that's like the yeah. eighth time I've used that reference on this but yeah so WWE I mean. Three weeks ago, I said, man, they may have too many stars. Mm-hmm. Injuries <laughs> happen, and it's a good thing you do yeah. have a lot of yeah, stars. We, people... don't, we don't even know what they're doing with Randy Orton at this some point. People that, uh... Yeah, tap him out of the bullpen. <laughs> hey, he's down. <laughs> Step in, big fella. So, yeah. anyway, so wrestling. Yeah. It's, it, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. And, again, thanks again to uh, Virtue, my uh, brother-in-law, Aaron, Mr. J, and I cannot remember the – TJS. Normally, T-I-G-S. I would have been able to watch it, but, but you were a track I, practice. I switched yeah. and yeah, and I gave to... you late notice on it, but l- sure, you sure. you chastised me the last time you used. Oh, you were on it. Why didn't you tell me? I like to watch those things. I, I, so I do. I gave, yeah, so I do. But but that was a lot of fun. So thanks, guys. NoDQ.com. Look them up and watch me. I was on Tuesday night. Okay, so I looked it up. Universal destinations and experiences uh, owned and operated by NBC Universal. All right. However. Uh, acquisition acquisition of NBC Universal by Comcast. Uh, the logo of Comcast from later to 2011 cost. So Comcast bought all the rights of NBC Universal for 13.7 billion in the process started in 2009 and finished up in 2011. Uh, in 2013 they had full ownership. Okay. So to to my knowledge and what I'm looking at right now, you know, Comcast owns it. So it is not owned by Disney. It is a separate entity. All right. But when we were down there, however many years ago, we went to both places 20 years ago or whenever we went. Uh, I thought the boys weren't eight. What? The, the boys weren't eight. We didn't go to... Tr- no, 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 no. I'm talking about with my sister. and we Oh, went, when you, we, I thought you meant when you and I went down no, no, no. and played when putty we went, golf. No. I was going to say it wasn't fucking 20 no, years ago. No, that was their <laughs> spring break for their senior year or whatever. Or, or junior year. Junior Because senior year was Galveston. Yes, correct. Yeah. And no, we went to, with my sister, we went to Disney, 
We went to all their yes, well, several of their parks, and then we went over to Universal. Well, anyway, Brian, you you give me your spin down, low down of it. Yeah, just in and, case, yeah, and uh, we'll appreciate it. But I think it's time to rate Feral. It is. Feral is a, it's a cat, but it it it's pregnant or mean or what does Feral mean? I think it's it, it's become non-domesticated. It's it's uh it's really mean. Yeah, it's mean. So it lives on its own, basically. Lives on its own. Right. Um, yeah, scratch your eyes out if it yeah. has the chance. Yeah. Kind of so thing. you'll never you fuck, dude. You you'll never know what you're gonna learn on flight football than anything else. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at epodffa or Facebook flights football than anything else. And Eric got us to the 214 followers. Come on, we got to get to 330. We've yeah. been stuck at 314 for a long time. Eric got us from like 262 to 314 in the drop of a hat. Thank you, Eric. But the, the quest is 330. And then yeah. when we get to 330, it'll be 350. And then when we get to 350, it'll be a million. <laughs> that's a little bit of a jump, but okay. That, that, that's a progression. You, you go 314 to 330, 330 to 350, 350 to a million. That works for me. So, but it's time to rate Farrell from I've got, Fat I've got Orange mine Cat. written down. I've got already. mine written down. A double New England hazy IPA met everything on my docket, and then some. I went a straight up 4.00. I went 4.2. 4.2. For, for all the reasons mentioned. All right. And our fine friends and untapped, 675 of them to be exact, are damn near right smack dab in the middle of us. Me, 4.00, 675 folks on untapped, 4.12, and David, 4.20. Hey, Mike, uh, before you introduce the second tasting, I just want to let you know that uh, Tim said if he makes it out to the Maple Grill first, Len usually charges him double. So <laughs> Mike's got that on the table. And so far I have not gotten a text from Len, Don, or anybody else uh, at the Maple Grill. But I know there are people that are that have said something to me like, hey, I'm going to get out there, try to get out there first. Uh, but, you know, Tim made it very clear that Len usually, usually charges him double. But if you need to get out there, and everybody does, and, and don't think that you don't need to get out there, you get to the Maple Grill. But first, before you go to 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock, go to the website, themaplegrillgrill.net. Check out the menu. Check out what they have on the 18 taps of delicious ciders and craft brews. And then uh, decide what you're going to have and then go out there. And when you get there, tell them Mike and Dave sent you. And Mike's going to pay for at least, what is it? What's the deal? I'll pay for your meal. Yeah, okay. Unless they comp it. Unless they say, holy shit, this podcast has gone viral. Meals on us. You're not going to double dip. I'm, fuck, this is not no no free ride, Missy. <laughs> yeah, Missy. Breakfast club. <laughs> All right. But anyway, speaking of Tim. You're going to play with the bull. You're going to get the <laughs> horn, son. Very cool can graphics from a smaller brewery. I really like this, this fucking can. Evil Czech Brewer. Come on. Beep, beep, beep. Back it up. Evil Czech Brewery. There you go, Mike. This isn't pod 36. This is pod 217. You know brewery, brewing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, Czech as in Czechoslovakia. Yes. Yeah. So, quick question, though. The 
I know there's a grammatical name for it, but it's over the U. It looks like an apostrophe almost. Jesus. So that makes it Jesus, not Jesus. Correct. So what we have here is a 5% ABV 22 IBU uh, lager, Jesus Negra from Evil Czech Brewing. It's a Mexican lager, and we, we can only assume it's going to be better than Corona. Yeah, and they made sure on the back of the can that they that pregnant women, if they're thinking about drinking this, don't. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's on any can. But I've never seen a red is, circle with a with a red line. Well, I've never a, seen the red circle because <laughs> that almost looks like death to pregnant women. <laughs> it does, like no to pregnant women. Um, but it has the uh, there's a wrestler on AEW, a female wrestler on AEW that wears the pace pace faint. Face paint of the logo of Jesus Negra. Donation by loyal listener, ultimate complainer of the length of the pod, Tim LeBrake, graduated one year ahead of me at Arthur Hill. By the way, Tim, are you going to that, um, the last ever second high Arthur Hill basketball game, which is, goddamn, is it tomorrow? Yeah, it might be. It's, it's the 10th or the 17th. Got another thing we got to look up. Oh man! But boy, what a rivalry that was, and oh, we we were at epic. some games. So, um, anyway, and then Tim also gave us two more selections, but I had two. Tim donated three. You had one in the hopper, so I was like, "All right, I'll use two that Liz got and one of Tim's, and you have one in the hopper. You use Tim. So this is a Tim." extravaganza for 217 and 218 and we'll pump his tires again next week and i'm i'm expecting this to be a legit lawn mowing beer a five percent lager right they just get after it and not only are we amazing professional podcasters but we're problem solvers we just like that whole thing you just talked about out you know got one here two there one there one in the hopper Right. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's simple math, really. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's a dark lager. Okay. The the negra. Yeah. And yeah. you can roll your tongue if you say well, that. Well, wait a second though. Now, now you're just being racial. <laughs> Stop. So no. Yeah. So it's a it's a dark lager, the Jesus Negra. Now, Tim, get with me, Facebook Messenger, or when you see Dave at work, you gave. Two other selections that we will sample on 218. This is the one sample we're doing on 217. When you were there at your lacrosse coaching clinic, did you sample these or was it like, okay, I'm drinking this, but give me this, this, and this in two 16-ounce pint cans because I know people that drink do this for a living and make a lot of money doing it. So, did you sample them? What do you think of them? Let us know. I'll put them up. I'll put when I put the link for the pod. If you tasted it, you put your ratings as well. If you didn't taste them, well then, fuck you. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, malty, very malty. Yeah, malty on the notes. <laughs> holy, holy shit. Oh, 
that, that's solid. I mean, boy, you talk about a 180. Yeah. The um, oh, yeah. feral oh, yeah, fat yeah. cat and then the Jesus Negra. Yeah. You like the, the roll of the tongue? I did. The that was much better. Thank <laughs> okay, you. So, well, yeah, that, yeah, boy, th- this is kind of like your sedative <laughs> to the. And then yeah. we're going to go with the, we, we've got a fruited sour. It's, and it's we got a fruited sour for the third tasting. So oh, the, God. The, you talk about a gut wrench. You got a, <laughs> an IPA, say, a, yeah. a, a lager, and a sour. After my coffee tomorrow morning, the pipes are going to be clean. What do you get when you cross a IPA and a lager and a sw- uh, sweeted sour? The, uh, no, fruited sour. Thank fruited you. Fruited sour. All right. Anyway, segment two, sports. Shout out to loyal listener. I didn't even know you're still listening. Former co-worker, we got to get our decal on his race car if you're still racing this yes. year, Nick. We got to get our decal. Where is it? I, I, the decal's at home. I just got to fucking find a way to get it to Nick. You know, now he's he's almost like on the Dale Earnhardt level. He may charge us a million dollars, but the money we're making on this pod, we can afford it. Um, but he sent me a tax, and if I think of it, I'll put it on Facebook. But Usually I get too drunk by the end of this. I never, I'm, I'm lucky to post the pod. But anyway, he sent me a text. It was uh, Gretzky's goal record. And it was, it's a big, huge fucking boulder going downhill. And then there's a little arrow pointing to a stick figure, ba- excuse me, basically of Ovechkin <laughs> trying to hold up the goal, the goal record. Yeah. So obviously the whoever in, created that cartoon listens to flight football or anything else but nonetheless since our last recording tuesday february 6th so two days ago they were uh the capitals played the montreal canadians and lost 5-2 and believe it or not for the second straight game mr ovechkin scored a goal next game is tonight against florida if i think of it during the break but I'll actually put tonight's game on the 218 edition. But anyway, so he had one goal since our last pod. So 10 for the season, 832 for his career, or 62 to tie, 63 to take the lead on the great one. So, but hey, goals and back-to-back games, hey, you got to go baby steps. You got to walk before you can, or walk before you can crawl. That would be weird. You got to crawl before you can walk. Right, David? Exactly. Elsewhere in the NHL, Edmonton Oilers were on a heater. Uh, I believe they had won 15 straight games. The record is 17 in a row by the Penguins of 92-93. And the Vegas Golden Knights beat Edmonton two days ago or whatever it was to snap said streak. So they were one game short of tying the consecutive win streak. And then an update, the four players that I had mentioned last week, they were actually charged with sexual assault in the 2018 Uh Canadian uh, Juniors Championship. And she says they, they made her say in a recording, I am sober and I just showered. I don't know what the shower has to do. I get the sober part. It would be like, okay, hey, hey, you're sober. So you're obviously consenting to what we're going to do. I don't know. I don't know what the shower has to do. Isn't that a red flag that they made her say something into a. Now, 
So, yeah. hey, innocent until proven guilty. Okay. Of course, th- that's Canada. This is the United States. Because they were arrested <laughs> in London, Ontario. Okay. In the United States, you're innocent until proven guilty. Her story is they made her speak into a microphone and said, I'm showered and I'm sober. I don't really know what the showered part has Unless, to do with it. it um... I mean, really, because it's like, okay, I get the sober. Hey, they want to make sure, hey, you're not drunk and we're not taking advantage of you. I really don't know what the showered part has to do with I it because no you can, idea. you know, you don't have to shower yeah. the fuck. Yeah. Anyway, the whole thing sounds like a red flag to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but all, all four of the clients, their, their attorney says that, well, there's five clients. Four of them are still in the NHL. The one is no longer. And they're all. Say hey, I'm not no comment till we'll get our case out in court and we'll go yeah. from there. But last week I said they were on leave. This week they have they have been formally charged. Okay. All right. So Major League Baseball. Yep. Five days till pitchers and catchers report. Forty eight days till the fuck. I I didn't write down till the first. I think it's like oh no, seventeen days till the first spring training game. Wow. In 48 days till baseball 2024. And for those keeping track at home, I know, Larry, my voice is off mic. 48 days, 3 hours, 37 minutes, and 14 seconds until opening day. So, 5 days till pitchers and catchers report, 17 days till the first spring training game, and 48 days till Major League Baseball is back at it. Netflix, thanks to... uh, Loyal listener Grant Davis pointing me in the right direction. Thank you, Netflix Grant. Netflix has a Red Sox documentary, kind of like along the lines of Hard Knocks of HBO. Right. Netflix is going to be following the Red Sox of 2024. I think it's going to be a really bad year for the Red Sox, but they did bring back Theo Epstein. Theo Epstein orchestrated a couple of those World Series that I mentioned Back in segment one of this pod, right? So pretty excited about that. I don't. So Epstein, I, I, what what position is he? I, he's like a, a counsel this time around. <laughs> so but hopefully still... they give him some fucking because as a GM, he's a guy. Okay. And they, they and we have the World <laughs> Series to prove it. Are you still praying to the altar of Cora? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because right. as long as he's got Theo's backing. All right. Uh, Pebble Beach, really quick. Yeah, where the guy shot a 60? Yeah, shot a 60. Uh, ironically, though, on... And by the way, that guy is Wyndham Clark. It is Wyndham Clark. 60-mile-an-hour uh, winds and dangerous weather conditions on the Monterey Peninsula of California. Sunday's final round of the AT&T Pro-Am, if you didn't catch it, was canceled. So after 54 holes, Wyndham Clark, the former 2023 U.S. champion, he won... He won the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, or at least that part of it. So, uh, I and then the other 54-hole tournament that was taking place that weekend, last weekend, uh, the Live Playa del Carmen in Mexico, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. His first name is so hard to say. So Rom didn't win that one. No, let me get to that. All right, all right. Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin Neiman outlasted uh, Sergio Garcia. Now. They decided, it said, they decided they were tied up. They decided, and it was late, they decided to play in the dark on Sunday evening 
uh, in the season opener of the Live Golf uh, Mayacoba. Mayacoba? Yeah, in Mexico. Uh, he made a 12-foot birdie putt to beat Sergio Garcia from the fringe on the fourth hole of the playoff, and the green was lit by a large video screen. That's the only way they were able to see what the hell they were doing. So arguably what you were getting to, the bigger news was the Masters champion, John Rahm, uh, the biggest name to sign with the Live Golf League during the offseason, tied for third with a 10-under in his tour debut, now, the problem with that is he was tied with two holes to go and had really shitty drives on 17 and 18 to kind of lose it. He said, it's very nice in a day in which in any normal tournament, I'd probably would have been upset at my finish to actually have something to celebrate because his team, uh, Legion, what is that, 13, they call it? Legion 13 is his team name, uh, won the team competition. So he right. got a bunch of money with that along with his 38 whatever 400 billion dollars he got for signing up to play in the live. So, kind of sounds like Mike Mike uh hedging his bets so he doesn't break something. So John wasn't pissed off cuz he blew, you know, a chance to win the tournament cuz his team won. Right. So, you know, and that's kind of <laughs> people that like the live, that's the aspect they like about it is that and, and there's that, an individual thing going on and there's a team thing going on and there's and different that, and aspects. And that's cool. Of it. I'm good with that. But yeah. wasn't Ron one of those one of the ones that were like, ah, fuck the live. Initially. Right. Yeah. So I'm saying fuck John Rom. If you dangle four hundred million dollars and that's of- cool. <laughs> that that's cool. And I, I don't fucking blame him for that. Right. Right? Right. But then don't fucking run your mouth beforehand. Ah, fuck Liv. Liv will never be a part of the PGA. 400 million, I'm in. Okay, <laughs> so don't fucking shit on the Liv right. if you're going to be one of those getting shit on. Right. Right? Right. Yeah, and there's I've got a player pass in, uh, uh, r- related to that. All right, yeah, we're on. not there yet. Yeah. But um, going back to hockey, we have the Professional Women's oh, Hockey okay. League. I didn't mean to. No, you're okay. good. You're good. We, right. we, I had golf on my list. All right. Montreal is up on Minnesota. And my only note on this is, is very weird. Yeah. They, there's a lot of time between games. I mean, yeah. it's only a 24-game schedule, so they must have to go when they can get the ice. Yeah. There were three games, 2,000 people, 4,000 people, and 8,000 people. The two thousand seat venture, yeah, that doesn't make sense. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. Was in Toronto, you and, would, and you I would, know would, one of the people that would, was there. You would think that is a hockey mecca, Toronto, right? Why is there only two thousand people there, and who do you know that was there? Sawyer. It was either Sawyer or Morgan Johnson. Now you know Morgan because he went to spring break with us. Morgan and uh, Morgan and uh, Mrs. Johnson. Went down to spring break to Galveston. Okay. Yeah. So I think it was Sawyer, though. I think it was Morgan's younger brother. I think went to Toronto to check out. Yeah. What do they call Morgan? Huh? What was the nickname the boys kept? I don't know. I didn't know him by Morgan. But I know who you're talking about. I I call him. MJ? uh, No, I call him the. um, Because Morgan, that kid reminded me of the uh, HBO guy. Eastbound and down. What was that baseball character's name in Eastbound and Down? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking anyway, about. Um, I'll look that up in All the right. break. But um, 
So okay, so the two thousand people in Toronto, yeah. the four thousand people were in Boston, the eight thousand people were in Ottawa, and Ottawa is the last place team in the six team PWHL, Professional Women's Hockey League. So, case in point, winning isn't everything apparently because there were eight thousand people. Yeah. To see a last place team in Ottawa. Right. All right. Good for but that. But I want to see a fucking game on TV. That's I'm. That's my pulpit. I'm, right. I want to see or, a PWHL game on TV. Or we plan a road trip to Toronto. All right. Well, we can do that too. But I still want to see a game on TV. Right. I, I mean, yeah. I, you, there's women's sports yeah. everywhere. Yeah. That I have no interest in. Yeah. But this you do. Yes. Yes. All right, NBA or no? No, we let's go to the we haven't even talked to NCAA men. All right. Clemson. Two and sixty in Chapel Hill. They came off an eighty right. to seventy six victory oh my God. at number three, North Carolina. Number, North Carolina's lost two out of three. If ever there was a fix in the making, this is it. Really? And you might say, well, wait a second, well, well, Mike, do wait tell. a second, do Mike. Tell. Do tell. All right, well. When you get into the dance, nineteen. If you get ten teams in the dance, ten, the money to get into the dance is split equally amongst team members. So doesn't it behoove a conference to get more teams in the dance? Now You're this the is, money is split between the conf, the the colleges or the of the, the conference of the conference. Yes. Yeah. So now, a win, Clemson beating, now I think that was like Clemson's 15th win of the season, so they're, they're decent. Because North Carolina is getting into the dance. They're number three team in the country. Yeah. They're in, right? Yep. Correct. They lose this to Clemson. Now all of a sudden, that's a little, a little uh, yeah. pat on the back for right. Clemson. Yeah. So now if Clemson, who now I think that was their 15th win. Right. Wow, boy, that's a quality when they beat fucking Carolina at Chapel this, Hill. This is playing excellently. Is that a word? Yeah. Into something I've got here. So keep going. All right. So it's like, okay. So now the loss doesn't hurt Carolina. Yeah. Because they're in. Yep. Now it, it strengthens. So now if, if the ACC gets two teams in, all teams. 10 or 12 or how many are ever in the ACC? I mean, because the Big Ten has 48 teams in it, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know how many are in the ACC. Right. If only Carolina makes it, well, obviously Duke's making it too. If only Carolina and Duke make it, then 12 teams get two pieces of the pie. Right. Yeah, correct. If, if Clemson also gets in there, right. now all 12 teams Get right. three pieces of the pie. Right. So, so uh, this is, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it, it doesn't really, I would almost, I was going to say, yes, I get what you're saying. And maybe in the Big Ten, it's happening too. But n no, now that, <laughs> now that I think about it, last night, I got a alert, an upset alert. Number 11, Wisconsin was getting beat by U of M. Now, at the time, U of M was seven and 15 overall. Two and nine in the Big Ten Conference. They, U of M ended up beating Wisconsin at home. Right. Number, number 11, Wisconsin. Right. U of M sucks. Right. Okay, and yeah, so, so, th so that game wasn't fixed. 
But I'm saying Number you, 11, you Wisconsin's have... in. Yeah. Michigan's to win. But Michigan it is, is not getting is. in. No. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to fix every game. That makes it too obvious. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. like, so, yeah, that was just one of those things. Hey, that, yeah. That's a bad beat. Yeah. But um, just going along with the rest of the NCAA that I – MSU versus Maryland on, on February 2nd, they beat them. It was a great game. Then they lost to fucking Minnesota. Minnesota. I mean, I'm just like, what? Are you trying not to get into the tournament? Are you are you trying not are you trying to break the streak? They're they're 25 years in a row. Yeah, and they're teetering on the bubble. Oh my God, these guys. I mean, I'm telling you. I've said they literally have to I, I don't think they have to win the Big Ten tournament, but they literally have to get on a little bit of a heater. Or they're not going yeah. to make it. I've sat through enough AAU slash. I don't. I don't. I. I don't know if actually Jake and Max's teams were in AAU per se, but in this travel basketball nonsense, I've sat through enough of those fucking games to watch. You know the shitty kind of basketball that gets played. You know the one on one, and I'm gonna make my whatever. I won't get on that soapbox, but it's that's what happens in these MSU games. And I'm telling you like Tom Izzo at the end of that game, because the the MSU didn't score in the last two minutes and 20 seconds of that game. They didn't score. I Liz and I were watching. How does that happen? Yeah. They're like, you're talking the Minnesota game, right? The Minnesota game. Liz and I were watching that on Peacock. I think it was a Peacock exclusive. It it was And How does that happen? But I mean, I'm just, they look like it looks like, like AAU basketball. It's horrible, and I don't understand it. And Tom was losing his mind. It looked like you when uh, the Boston Red Sox gave up 28 runs two years ago. To Toronto. And to Toronto. And you went absolutely. And then that guy fucking quit on a fly ball. (laughs) I thought I was going to have to get out an AED for you because you, like, every vein on your forehead was popping out on that ramp. I don't know what episode was that. I you'd yeah. have to go back and listen to oh, it. It was yeah. it was early, maybe before a hundred, or was it no, it was a hundred and something. But anyway. Yeah. But the Red Sox gave up twenty eight runs yeah. and, and that's what Tom I thought Tom Izzo was gonna have a heart attack because he's got these kids out there and and the bigs for MSU, they're terrible. I mean, they would they would probably do okay in the Mac. You know what I mean? Right. They would probably be significant in the MAC, but I don't. I don't understand. Coop Cooper. Well, <sighs> Coop is serviceable. He knows he goes in. He plays hard. He's relatively intelligent. But Jesus, I mean, it's anyway. Being yeah, an MSU they're, alumni, they're, I mean, they're, that's they're it's legit- hard to watch. So Tom's never missed the dance as the head in coach in twenty five years. Yeah. Well, he's he, missed a dance, just not in twenty five years. Early on. Early on, it was He's not good. He's been at State for more than 25 years? Correct. Holy shit. Yes. All right, 25 straight, though. Yeah. He's teetering on the – I mean, they have to finish strong and at least win a few games in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Once they get to 19 wins, I think they'll be okay. What are they at right now? Uh, Of course you asked me yeah, that, and right. I don't have that in my notes right now. All right. It's, but- they're in the teens. But yeah, so yeah. but literally, like I said last week, I've literally watched. In fact, as we were watching Outlander last night, I was watching Duke shoot the lights out against Notre Dame. Never did see the final of that game, but I had it on YouTube TV because having seen Outlander before, I don't have 
to pay, pay you know, you know, right. Excruciating detail. Like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? I just asked Liz, Hey, what happened? So, excuse me. But so when they lost to Minnesota, they were, they're 14 and 14 and nine. All right, so they, they, they got to win yeah, five more, yeah, yeah, at least. And I, I think they have to win two tournament games in the and, Big Ten yes. tournament. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving on. All right, moving on. NBA or no? I have nothing for the NBA. What do you have? Uh, the the, the trade deadline was three p.m. today. Yeah, Thursday, uh, February eighth. Anybody get traded? So Detroit made some of the most significant deals because they they're that bad. Uh, just Wednesday. Okay, they acquired Simone, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Fanta, Fanta. I don't know. C C H I O. Let's just say Simone. Let's just say Simone. Simone. (laughs) Simone from the Jazz. Uh, they traded Monty Morris. Uh, you know who that is? Yeah. Uh, traded Monty Morris of uh to the Timberwolves for they got. Um, Shake Milton, maybe that's a typo on my part, and Troy Brown. So it, for me, I don't follow the NBA that closely, but I don't know I don't who know those any, two people yeah, are. I don't know any of those people. No idea. So hopefully Mr. Milton and Mr. Brown and Mr. F-O-N-T-E-C-C-H-I-O, <laughs> they, they do something for the Pistons and they get a few wins just for kicks and giggles to keep some of their – season ticket holders in their seats so that's it well and Beeb is hurt again so Joel and Beeb has proven that he's just a bigger version of Jacob deGrom sure yep one of the best one of the best there is when he's out there just not out there that often Eastern Conference Celtics are leading it then the Cavaliers and Bucks Western Conference the Clippers They've been there before, but have a really hard time finishing. Uh, Clippers, Thunder, and then the Timberwolves. Oh, yep. All right. Um, right. Onward. Onward and upward. Is it onward and upward? Yeah, onward and upward to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58, or for those keeping score at home, L-V-I-I-I, from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. Have you ever been? One time. One time, okay. Not impressed. Yeah. Really. I mean, it's a nice place to visit for a day or two, but I'm like, it's hard for me to. I don't stay there. mind sitting in the sports casino. Though that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, but 100%. The, I, I like, I may have even said it on this pod before. If you say, "Hey, Mike, Shelly and I are going to buy you and Liz a vacation anywhere in the continental United States," where do you want to go? I'm. I'll. I'll take New York City over Las Vegas. Right. In the drop of a hat. Right. So, anyway, I really like the Chiefs in this game, and I'm a little apprehensive because last week the Niners were a two-point favorite. This week San Francisco's minus a point and a half, which means more money is being bet on Kansas City than is being bet on San Francisco. And the betting public generally is not right because that's why there's so many casinos and (laughs) successful sports books. But that said, I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs on the money line at plus 102. 
And I, the reason I'm taking the money line at plus 102 is because if you take Kansas City plus the point and a half, you have to lay a dollar ten, Right. Which is probably what I'll do. You'll take the points? <laughs> no. Yeah, a dollar a dollar ten. I'll probably oh, right. put a dollar ten. Okay, but not but don't do it on the point unless you're convinced that San Francisco is going to win the game by a point. Because otherwise, because here's 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 the deal: a po- one and a half points is meaningless because you can't win by one and a half points. Right. You win by one or two. Right. If you take the Chiefs plus one and a half in San Francisco wins by two, you lose. Right. Correct. So I'm impressed. I'm I'm taking Kansas city plus a dollar two, which means for every hundred I bet on the chiefs, I win $102. Now I could take the Kansas city plus a point and a half. And for every a hundred dollars, I $110. I bet I win a hundred. Now, the only the only way that there's a there's one scenario that that backfires. Now, if San Francisco wins eighty to nothing, okay, well that that was a bad bet taking Kansas City, and you lose either way. Fuck you, you're out. But to lay a dollar ten for a point and a half, right? Or bet Kansas City to win at plus one hundred two, it's like okay. You, unless you think there's a legit chance that San Francisco wins by one, yeah, financially it's irresponsible. Okay, to lay a dollar ten and getting a point and a half. Can I say something? Yes, I am amazingly impressed by the amount of beer that you've had, especially with our technical difficulties yes. in the beginning of this thing. For two and hours. you went through that entire betting liturgy. <laughs> Just spot on. Oh, I have. I gotta. I gotta spill it to the listeners so we get, who aren't in the know. It's like everybody's like, "Well, I'll take the point and a half. I'm not gonna. I don't know if Kansas City's gonna win, but taking Kansas City plus a point and a half means you think, okay, yeah, they'll lose by one or they'll win, right? So or you take, take him, him to the win to win. Yeah, you take him to win to win. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and if you take him to win to win, you get plus a dollar two versus your hundred. Whereas if you take him plus a point and a half, you're laying a dollar ten. That's a horrible bet to take Kansas City. And I mean, unless you have insider information, it's like I know for a fact the final score is forty three to forty two. Well, okay. If you know for a fact the final score is forty three forty two, San Francisco, then yes. What's the over? Uh, forty-seven and a half. Uh, and the one Super Bowl is usually the first half is usually like like three to nine. It depends on the game. Okay. Now the one bet I've made so far, and I but and believe it or not, reach out to me, listeners, if if I'm missing it. I like to bet tails on the coin toss. I cannot find that on ESPN Bet. But the one bet I have made on ESPN bet, I, I picked the final score, Kansas City 27, San Francisco 21, 20 to win 2,000. So that, you bring up ESPN bet. I just wanted to mention before when we were talking about things we were watching, commercials. You know, yeah. we, So the one with uh, Mike Greenberg 
and he's got the winter coat and the and the hat on and they're like mike it's 48 degrees yeah but the wind's blowing <laughs> wickedly off the lake we're 30 miles from the lake mike <laughs> i'm not sure i've seen it here what what, what, what are they advertising for it, the espn bet oh yeah uh, and so the guy's grilling and there's two guys standing there one's in like a vest you know and another guy's in just a just a you know a sweatshirt right. and you know whatever he's grilling and greenberg's in a in a winter hat he's got a down coat and he's like rubbing his hands over the grill you know trying to keep him warm right. <laughs> like, I, I only the later. tough survive they're talking about you know the playoffs and you know the super bowl and if it's outside or not and you know only the tough survive in the cold weather they're like dude it's 48 degrees He's like, yeah, but the winds, you know, talking about where they're at right now, you know, in the commercial, it's 48 degrees. Yeah, but the wind's blowing really wickedly off the lake. They're like, dude, we're 30 miles from the lake. <laughs> I have to look for that. Yeah. Um, you haven't seen that? I'm, no. Okay. I've got Kansas City to win right. as my pick. What is your Super Bowl pick, Dave? San Fran. San Fran minus one and a half or on the money line? On the money line. <laughs> Why do you hesitate? Well, because of the same logic. So you le- you legit think yeah. there's a chance they win by one point. They're going to win by more than one point. Well, take them on the money line, then. I, that's what I said, didn't I? What did I say? You said minus one and a half. So you I, want them I on thought the money line. I, I so, th- okay, what, whatever I said, I thought I said on the money line. All right. Yeah. I just, I, I'm saying they're going to win. They're just, they're winning. Not, I, I don't care about the points based on your liturgy of all that stuff you said, which so I, under, I which I understood, but I can't repeat. So now the only way one of us is burned if, if, if it's legit a one-point game. Yeah, correct. I've got Kansas City to win. You've got San Francisco. Yeah. Now, you win. know, as many people that listen to this podcast, you millions. know damn well. Millions and millions. You know damn well this game's going to go down to one point. yeah if kansas city wins by one i win you lose if san francisco wins by one you win i lose and it it was like i fucking should have taken the but laying a dollar ten or plus a dollar two that half point doesn't mean anything. now three or three and a half that's different if you're getting three or three and a half points that that's a fucking different a whole different fucking bet right one and a half is legit winning the game right really right so all right two things for nfl number one pro bowl did you see any of it none i the only thing i saw was micah parsons celebrating after the nfc won and i think the final score of the flag football game was like 68 58 okay. or yeah something it doesn't like matter that. so i'm just gonna say with this the camera people and the people like in the booth that are directing the people working the camera 55 seconds into the second uh into the second quarter AFC was up 33 to 30 there's a there's a, a female behind the AFC coach it's not Peyton but it like his offensive coordinator or whoever she was yawning hard and it was like a hot camera moment because she's just like she's got her hand up to her mouth and everything she's like <sighs> so, you know, I didn't see anything but everybody everybody that I heard or talked to or they enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I totally enjoyed it. But I'm talking about what's happening on the camera, what you're seeing on TV. And then just before the seven-minute period in the third, after the PA about the um, 
the WP Man of the Year, Walter Payton Man of the Year uh, commercial. Uh, Seahawk Bobby Wagner player is on the sideline just <sighs> yawning to beat the band. And I'm like, what? Now, the stands were full. I was happy to see that. Even in the upper deck, it looked like they were pretty full. So kudos yeah. to Orlando and you know everybody there that was playing the game. Uh, the gridiron gauntlet, loved it. Uh, the wall busting, uh, the agility run, which was the agility run they did with linemen, which I thought oh. was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, the ball tip, uh, tire flip, and sled push. Now, they did it the first time, and I'm like, God, I hope they do it with more players. I hope it's not just that one and sure shit. Somebody was thinking like I'm thinking, and uh, they had a second series. I God, I, I don't think it was a third, but they had a, at least a second group go through. Um, I thought it was fun. Some people, some people were haters. Oh, no. I mean, I now I admit I did not see. I saw nothing of the skills, nothing of the game, other than um, Mika Parsons, Micah Parsons, celebrating yeah. when the NFC won the flag football game. When Liz and I were waiting for our table at Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Last year, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I mean, I think this is way better than the way Pro better. Bowl of yesteryear. And so it's not a knock on them that I yeah. didn't watch it. I just wasn't available. So uh, I've been a kind of a neutral uh, Bill Simonson, the huge show here in yeah. Michigan, you know, statewide kind of, you know, I uh, good things and bad things, whatever, but. He he put out something that you know it was it, oh, this is terrible this is blah, 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 blah. and you know I'm like no Bill you're wrong because the fans loved it the right. stadium was full clearly the players are loving oh, yeah. it they I love it the, on the New Heights podcast Jason Kelsey said hey I had a fucking riot oh there's just enough competition where highly trained professional athletes you you know they want to win but it's fun even keel enough where sure. it's like hey we're having fucking fun doing it yeah. fans liked it so yeah bill simons is a dickhead yeah i so now my meet my bill simonson meter went to yeah. the red you know what i mean like fuck you bill yeah yeah so anyway that's all i had on the su oh the super bowl honor show that's a player pass. All right. So well, that's, those are, that's tonight at 9 p.m. And right now, as of the recording, we're at 8.52. Right. So I don't know if we should rate this beer real quick and get your, your – obviously, we're not going to watch it. So right. any of your opinions. Right. Well, yeah. Well, player pass is segment three. We'll okay, we'll do it. that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. You're first. I am first. And let's see on this one. <laughs> I'm going to go 3.90. I kind of, I, I liked it. It, the lawnmower beer, the prediction you said would be a lawnmower beer is not there, but I think what they advertised it as is exactly what they said it was going to be. Yes. Yeah. So it's too much for you to drink while you're mowing the lawn is that what you're saying is it's just like if i'm mowing the lawn it's the middle of the summer and i don't consider this a refreshing oh, I, beer i thought it was very refreshing you think so and once it's, it's weird i was on the low end you were on the high end well of course you're on the high end and i'm on the low end again so that that's irrelevant strike that <laughs> 
But I went 3-5-3 simply because I thought it was everything was advertised and you could sit there and drink it over and over again. But once again, you and I are smack dab in the middle, you on the high end, me on the low end, because with 191 of our fellow beer-drinking friends on Untapped, those 191 rated Jesus Negra from Evil Czech Brewing at 3.75. So 22 hundredths of a point higher than me and 15 hundredths of a point lower than you. All right, Dave. Well, after much ado, a lot of technical difficulties, hours and hours later, beers and beers later, we're at our third and final tasting of episode 217 of Flights Football and Anything Else. And what we have here is a fruited sour, uh, peach ring sour ale. It's called Moving to the Country. D-A, the country. And Two is the number two, right? not T-O. From our fine friends at The Brewing Project. And if you're a loyal listener to the pod, you know Project is spelled P-R-O-J-E-K-T. From, um, and it, again, it's another one of those collabs, and you know we'll have to sit down and talk to Lynn and what, what does a collab mean. But the brew, the beer is from the Brewing Project, but then it also says Weld Works Brewing, and it's from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So I, I think somebody in supplies the ingredients, somebody does the brewing. Somebody has and, the recipe. And somebody has the money, and it's like, hey, let's just, right. we'll call it a collaboration. Right. But it is 7.9% zero IBUs, and it's a fruited sour. So we went New England Hazy Double IPA to a dark lager to a fruited sour. So if this doesn't make you shit your pants in the morning hungover, nothing's going to. And I stole the not a big deal glass from you this week. I, I've let you have it the last couple of weeks at the North Studio, but today I said, ah, fuck it. I'm going on the not a big deal glass. I'm okay with that. And this looks like uh, grapefruit juice, really. It does. Ready? Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, peach, peach, and more peach. Wow. It is definitely. As oh, say on the can. Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. Is that a song? Moving to right. the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. Yeah, I gotta so- look up what who the band is because I. All right. I'm not going to get the Stump Dave, but I sure as hell remembered that. That vaguely sounds familiar, but I, I will not know who it is. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to taste this first one. Yeah. Boy, it is definitely a peach ring for sure. I even know, I think I know where it is on my playlist. So oh. if you don't hear from me in a second. I'm not even, I'm not even Mr. Peach. Oh, wow. That's good. Very good. Oh, shit. And I don't, I'm not, I don't, peach is one of my least favorite fruits, but there's just enough sour there to keep me interested. You know what I'm saying, David? Presidents of the United States. Okay. Tree, I'm gonna eat 
of peaches. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. Well done to capture that fucking presentation wow. because I would have never got that because I, I, I think it maybe I've heard that song in passing once or twice before, but I would have never got the moving to the country reference. With the peaches. Yeah. Yeah. So, well done, David. Thank you. Yeah, now if only I would have stumped you on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we didn't, haven't got to that point yet, so. Mm. All right. Um, now this is and now I can drink this while I'm mowing my lawn. It's and I actually I'm enjoying it of over two pulls. I think it's good. I I'm guessing when I get below the not a big deal spit and chicklets bar tool bar tool <laughs> bar stool sports. Yeah, it, it's going to be a bit overwhelming on the peach because I'm not a real big peach fan. But the first maybe, two pulls maybe. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. We're going to start with player pass. I think we are, Dave. All right. Player pass. Not all heroes wear capes. Some don't wear anything at all. Player pass. Let's play because I think all heroes do wear capes. All right. A car in Oslo, Norway, sped into the fjord, which borders uh, the city of Oslo. And for those of you that like you know, a fjord, what the heck? Uh, fjord is a deep, narrow, and elongated sea or lake drain with steep land on three sides. So they got a lot of those in Norway. And, of course, it began to sink. So Nikolai uh, Nordal, the skipper of one of the wooden motorized... Sink or sink? Huh? It began to sink It or began sink? to sink. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. The skipper of one of the wooden motorized sauna rafts that operate in the fjord in Oslo told the press, I gave full throttle toward the people who came climbing out of the car and reached them just as the car went under. So then with only towels around their waists, patrons aboard the floating sauna rescued two people whose car had plunged into the water. With good help of two of the guests, we got them up. They were able to warm up in the sauna, he said. So, so if you're going to drive your car into a big body of water, do it in Oslo because then, you know, even though the water's cold, there's probably one of these floating saunas going around that you can climb on board and you can just get in the sauna and warm up. There we go. Yeah. Saunas are good, Dave. Yeah. Absolutely. Haven't been in one in a long time. A nice little sweat. I've never been in a steam bath, though. Uh, me neither. I don't know. I, what would be better, steam bath or sauna? Whichever has the least number of fat old people sitting there naked. I'm not not even worried about that. I just, (laughs) steam, steam, I've been in, I've been in, I've been in in saunas, but I've never been in a steam bath. I'd like to do it. So I guess I would have to say I'd like to do a steam bath. I don't even, you know what? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter if they're overweight. It, just a bunch of guys sitting around naked. I just don't want to walk into that room. I just don't. I don't know why, but yeah. If yeah, I, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you let, let freedom ring, buddy. <laughs> okay. All right, next, player pass. Company seeks old love letters to turn into toilet paper. The company seeks old letters to turn into toilet paper. Player pass. 
pass because that's just going to be way too hard to wipe your ass with. I'm going to pass. All right. Uh, the newly formed company, PGA Tour Enterprises, will have up to $3 billion. Billion. That's with a B. Into the new company by SSG, which is Strategic, excuse me, Strategic Sports Group, a consortium of billionaire sports team owners. Player pass. Repeat that. I don't. Okay, so the PGA, basically the PGA Tour, which is now a new company called the PGA Tour Enterprises, is getting three billion dollars from SSG. Let's play, let's play that because I don't even know where. How is that money going to be infused? Hopefully, you can enlighten I can. me. So, All right. I'll, I will play this. So, quote, and this is from uh, Monahan. I don't. What's his first name? I can't remember. But anyway, so where PGA Tour members will have the opportunity to, be, to become direct equity owners in their sport, uh, in their own sports league. A first ever step towards a global sport. Monahan told the PGA Tour members that the PGA Equity Program will grant, that's an important word, will grant over $1.5 billion in equity in PGA Tour enterprises to past, current, and future members over the next several years. And then Monahan wrote that the program is designed to, quote, reward top performing members and incentivize them to support and build PGA tour enterprises in the future, provide a reward to a substantial portion of the current PGA tour membership and provide a reward to legends who help to build the, to build the modern PGA program. So basically most of us have heard of like corporate stock options. So if you're a CEO some you know for for building the company and for putting your blood sweat and tears into the company you get stock options so if the company grows or or gets bought out okay that's a like a that's that's my own personal if it gets bought out by another company and you own stock you're going to get a payday so that's what they're doing right now is that the players in the PGA have not been Owners, they just, they go, they play. If they play well, they earn money. And if they don't play well, they don't earn money or they earn very little money or get kicked off if if they don't play well at all. But here, they've got a bunch of guys, girls, women, whoever, from Strategic Sports Group, a consortium of billionaire sports team owners that are putting $3 billion into the PGA to try to compete with Liv. So, so they like, can, is Tom Watson going to all of a sudden reap the whirlwinds? Of- I don't know how much Tom Watson is going to earn, but if Tom Watson starts plugging the PGA or something, I don't, it's, it says past and I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. I, I mean, I don't know. I know, you know, Watson, Nicholas player. I don't, I don't know how much they will get, but, I think the majority of it is going to go to the current PGA players that well, have that's not. That's why I think they should eliminate the past title because it's like, well, what good is giving Tom Watson $19.7256 million going to do to compete with Liv? Because Tom Watson is like 80. Yeah. I, and as far as past players, maybe it's not Tom Watson. Maybe it's, maybe it's the people, maybe it's guys that are playing on the senior tour. 
that can still like people who know who they are, they can still plug it. I don't know. I don't. I know. still think it's. I don't know. You're hey, your head. hey, this is a player pass, Dave. Yeah, I know. And I'm playing it. I, I think that's. I think this is a horrible idea to just. This is like spending good, you know, throwing good money after bad. I mean, it's like. What about the current players giving them an equity share in the PGA Tour? Well, current to, players, yeah, but, okay. but the, what you read, the, you what you read was past players. I don't know where the in a, in a guy on a senior tour, he ain't gonna fucking compete. Right. He's not competing with Saudi Arabia dollars in the L the live. Right. So, so I don't cut, like you're that. saying you're saying cut out the past yeah, players. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, okay. This is the here and now. Yeah, and yeah. That's what we'll have to follow up on this story because I don't like throwing good money after bad. It's like okay. Yeah. Let, let's okay. focus on the here and now because sure. Yeah, I could give Tom Watson sixteen million dollars, but Tom Watson ain't gonna fucking beat anybody on the Lib, the PGA, or the LPGA. <laughs> right. All right. So all right, we got to that part. Player pass. Coaching news in the NFL. Yeah. Let's rate him. All right. So there have been coaching changes. So far, eight, right? Huh? There's eight of them, right? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes. All right. It's my business. I it know, is your I, business. I, yeah, I'm very impressed. I know impressed. what's going on. Oh, my God. All right. All right. So let's start with the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh, rate it. Uh, compared to, now, you, I'm going to compare, after you rate it, I'm going to go through CBS Sports, uh, Cody Benjamin, and team and at all. Uh, rated these, you know, the coaching hires. Are we rating see, one to five, one to ten? A B C. A B C or D or E. Chargers, Jim Harbaugh, A plus. All right, CBS Sports, A. All right, good. Okay. Commanders, Dan Quinn. He was the defensive coordinator oh, for, the, for Cowboys. the Cowboys. Yep. The Commanders need a lot. B minus. They rated it as a D plus. Ooh, okay. All right. Falcons. Uh they hired Raheem Morris. Now he was the Bucks head coach from uh 2009 to 2011 and then the Rams defensive coordinator in 2021. C. Okay. Uh Cody and team rated as a B. Panthers. Dave Canales. Now he was a 13 years at Seattle F. and one year F Bucks OC F you're, wow okay you're saying F like a solid F they rated it a B plus oh fuck that well fuck him all no right. there ain't no fucking way all right all right now this is fine I'm gonna I'm gonna frame this and and put it on that my... guy's better than Mike Vrabel there's okay. no fucking way that that's that's ludicrous there there's no way that's a B plus all right uh Patriots. Jared Mayo, he's an inside hire, so he's a. a he's I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going a minus because he's a player. He's he's toiled the trenches. I'm going. He's in the organization. I'm going a minus. Okay, so now the guys at CBS Sports said C plus because because. He's not going to get a he's not going to be able to he played for Belichick, he coached for with Belichick. He's not going to be able to get away from the Belichick mindset. Yeah, I disagree with that. Okay. All right. And they rated that fucking clown from Carolina B+. That's ludicrous. Right. So, you know, and Eric, 
make sure you chime no. in on that one as far as the Patriots. He was hire. A, he was actually surprised by the Jared Mariota hire. Okay. He didn't see it coming. But all right, Raiders Antonio Pierce A plus also an inside hire. Yeah, A plus because the fucking players played for him the last four right. six weeks of the season. That's an absolutely phenomenal hire. And if they disagree with that, they're idiots. They said B minus. No, okay. unacceptable because they right. fuck the Raiders became a formidable team when he took over the helm. Okay, so Titans, uh, Brian Callahan, he was the Bengals OC. He was a Bengals offensive coordinator. C minus. You said C minus. Okay. I think they should have retained uh, Mike Vrabel. So C minus. Sure. Yeah. Well, they they had it at a, at a B minus. So yeah, not it's a little bit of far away, but whatever. Seahawks, Mike McDonald. Uh, he came from the Ravens defensive coordinator, I think. Do, Mike do, McDonald do, do. had the ball. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That one doesn't strike me either way. I'm going to go fairly vanilla on that. I'll go B. Exactly spot on with CBS Sports. There we go. They, they had him as a B. All right. So, <clears throat> next player pass. Yeah. All right. We're, I'm going to look at those and what this next season, somehow I'm going to try to remember to put those up there and see how things work out. So NFL honors awards we have. Okay, here we go. What do you think? Uh, most valuable player. Now the finalists are Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy. What do you think? Lamar, Josh, Christian, Dak or Brock, player of most valuable player of the year, MVP. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. All right. According to ESPN, Jackson is the presumative favorite to win this award, but they go through all the litany of all the other stats that all the other players have. So, all right, we'll see how that happens. Defensive player of the year. Now, Duran Bland of the Cowboys. Max set Cro- a record for pick sixes. Yep. Max Crosby of the Raiders. Yep. Miles Garrett of the Browns. Uh Mikai Parsons of the Cowboys. So Mika. they got Mika. Sorry. And TJ Watt of the Steelers. Oh, none of none of the teams have really I'm going Deron Blant. I mean, when you set a record for pick sixes. All right. Offensive player of the year. Now Tyreek, you had, I think, on one of at least one of your fantasy leagues. No. No? No. I thought you did. No? All right. Never mind. Tyreek, Lamar, C.D. Lamb of the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb. Okay. And then Dak Prescott was the fourth. Christian and then Dak. C.D. Lamb. All right. And let's see. What's next? Offensive Rookie of the Year, C.J. Stroud. Yes. Okay. I don't even need, I don't even need to listen to the other representatives. Right. Stroud you mean, is you the, mean Puka the Nakua for the Rams? Stroud no? is the winner. Stroud is the winner. All right. Defensive rookie of the year. Will Anderson of the Texans. Jalen Carter of the Eagles. Joey Porter of the Steelers. Kobe Turner of the Rams. And Devon Witherspoon of the Seahawks. First guy, the Will Anderson. Will of the Anderson. Texan. All right. Now, this show is going on as we speak, as we're recording this, but we're not watching it. You know, oh, you know what? Other shows us. going on as we speak, the WrestleMania 
Yeah. From Las Vegas, the press conference. Oh, the press. Where they're okay. going to release a match. But anyway, that's another story. Yeah, okay. Comeback player of the year. And I have an opinion on this one. But comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco from the Browns. I actually was yep. kind of rooting for him at one point. DeMar Hamlin of the Bills. Baker Mayfield of the Buccaneers. Stafford of the Rams. No. no. Tua from the Dolphins. No. no. Yeah. I'm my Joe vote, Flacco. You okay? You got Joe, Mike. No, I've got Baker. No, just Joe on the Flacco, finish. Joe Flacco was a, didn't even, wasn't even on a team. I would agree with you. I would 100 percent so, agree with you. I was rooting for him big time. You know, so Joe, to get a little, I think Joe Flacco's the winner there. All right, but I'm just gonna say Baker's probably gonna right. win it because no, how I, far they got. I don't think. I don't think so. Okay, and then coach of the year. Of course, your guy, even though you hate the Lions, Dan Campbell, John Harbaugh. Uh, D'Amico Ryans is D'Am- the coach of the year. You think so? Yes. Okay. Was he one of the on the, on the list? Yeah. Yeah. D'Amico yeah. Ryans is the coach of the year. Kyle Shanahan Dan, and Dan Kevin Campbell, Stefanski. Everybody knows what I feel of Dan Campbell, and this is not Mike being anti-Lion because I hate the Lions. Everybody knows I hate the Lions, but everybody knows I love Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell had a good team. DeMarco Ryan took a team that was in rebuild mode, won the division, and won a fucking playoff game. And I I don't know if playoff goes into this vote, but DeMarco Ryan is the NFL coach of the year, no questions asked. I'm going to say Dan Campbell simply because popular vote and the the amount of press that he got for how far they got into the playoffs. Right. Now – that's between commenters like you and I. Right. I think the people voting on this know that. Okay, the Lions had a good team. Yeah. And Campbell's Campbell's, and, and this is not Mike bashing Campbell or the Lions. Right. This I is you. this yeah. is me saying yep. that's what a job Demarco Ryan's did with the Texans because they were in rebuild mode, and they yeah. fucking won the division yeah. and won a playoff game. I I agree. Um, and now this one, I don't know, assistant coach of the year. So Ben Johnson, Detroit, Mike McDonald, the Ravens defense, Todd Monk, M-O-N-K-E-N, Munkin, uh, the Ravens, uh, Jim Stewart, the Browns, and Bobby Slowick. Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson's going to win it. Okay. Oh. All right. Now the other one, uh, some of the other awards that are being given out, you got the next gen, the next gen stats moment of the year. Now, this one you might like because we got we're surrounded by Walter Payton stuff. The Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. Do you have any? No, because there's there's 32 candidates from one of each team. Yeah, and it's just okay. I, I, fuck, I don't I don't know who every candidate is, but I yeah. mean. Yeah, and some of these other ones, uh, NFL Inspire Change Tribute Pro. Uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2023, FedEx Air and Ground Players of the Year, Salute to the Service Award, Bud Light Celebration of the Year, the Art Rooney Sportsman Award, Deacon Jones Sack Leader Award, and the NFL Fan of the Year. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to nominate you for NFL Fan of the Year at some point. Well, thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've got to figure out. I think I got to figure out how to do that. I'm a worthy recipient. I think. I think so too, especially since you do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. 
And that's it for Player Pass. <clears throat> All right. Now, I took a lot of heat from my rendition of Shout by Tears for Fears. And I thought <laughs> I actually did In Violent Time. I thought I did a somewhat decent job on that. But I took a lot of heat for that. I'm not going to be able to carry the tune for this song. So I have seven lines written down. Do you want the first three or the last four? And I could probably, I'm just not going to be able to do this because I can't get on this level of this song. All right. Um, I guess with four, if I'm going to go with the odds, maybe I'll, if I have four, I'll have a better chance. Um, so you want the you want lines four through seven, and this is right from the this is first verse of the song. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that clue. All right. So you want lines one through three or four through seven? Uh, uh I guess I, uh, I don't know. Something in my head's telling me one through three. All right. All right. And if you need me to try to put a a, a tone to Melody it, I can. To it? Yeah, yeah okay. it, but it's gonna be ugly. All right. Because I actually thought. Shout tears for fears was fucking <laughs> respected, but right. it, I, I'm not gonna do this justice. But anyway, okay. here we go. Yep. Oh, thinking about all our younger years, there was only you and me. We were young and wild and free. We were young and wild and free. I that is yeah. <sighs> Do I, well, what happens if I get like four through seven? <laughs> I mean, um, we were young. I can try to put that to a tune. We were young and wild free. Uh, wild and free. Yeah. Uh, now nothing can take you away from me. Hmm. Yeah. We've been down that road before. Yeah. I, <laughs> but, but that's over now. <laughs> <laughs> you keep me coming back for, for more. more. Yeah. Um. Oh shit. And I'd like to try to put this to a tune, but I just can't hit the notes that this guy does. Uh I had Ozzy into my head oh, just real fuck quick. Me up no. The ass. <laughs> There's no. No. Fuck no. Um, no, wait a second. No. Me All right, so here's your clue. More. Here's your clue. Yeah. Him and I Wild started and free. where I work. Him and I started on the same day. Um. Num spelled differently. His first name spelled differently from the guy I started on the same day with. But huh? I don't get the clue. Well, <laughs> you'll you'll get it when I tell you. Uh, you want me to try Coming to put a fucking? I actually, I, I, I'm like, I almost, I kind of almost have it, but I'm like, oh, back thinking about all our younger years, there was only you and me. We were young and wild and free. Now nothing can take you away from me. We've been down that road before. But that's over now. You keep me coming, coming back, back for more. Uh, baby, you're all that I want. Yeah, baby, you're all that I need. 
And you're lying there in my arms. Holding. Finding it hard to to believe. believe We're in heaven. (laughs) Um, Shit. You you just said the name of the title. I know. Uh, And I work with the guy. Spelled differently. um, All that I need. Coming back for more shit. Just like finding it hard to believe we're in heaven. Oh shit. I'm no. This is another one I feel (laughs) so fucking stupid. Yeah, and this is where Grandpa Blackhawk thinks you're faking it because he's like, (laughs) he sent me a a video of the office. It's like, this is where Andy's like, give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Chrysler car. Nope, I don't think that's it. (laughs) Kit Kat car, yeah. Kit Kat bar. Um, um, I work with this guy. Spelled differently, but I still work with him. You know him, Swan Valley Community, and you've said the name of the title of oh, the song. Oh, Brian Adams. There we go. Shit. Brian yeah. Adams. Um, We're in heaven. 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 Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll give you like maybe point. No, nothing. You can give me nothing. Uh, I, I, don't, I'm not, I don't feel bad for that. But yeah, I mean, I, sort of I remembered it, but yeah. I, not, a, not something that's on any of my playlists. All right, David, you have anything? No. I've got one. It's going to take me a sec. Okay. Except for MSU basketball with their topsy-turvy roller coaster. I mean, just watching them in the last three minutes of that game against Minnesota. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. That would be my fuck you. All right. Fair enough. And that was a good fuck you because they, they, they kind of laid down. And I've already finished with our third tasty, so I'm gonna I'm gonna crack my fourth zombie ice here as I get into my fuck you. And my fuck you is to You're gonna be a zombie. Um the National Labor Relations Board. Oh Lord. That is my fuck you. Oh, I want to go back to this glass because that's the glass I've been drinking the zombie ice. So is this a is this a is this something you're gonna get into with Josh Wendy? I, I don't know. Josh Wendy, Chuck McPeak. I don't know who I'm going to get into it with. And maybe they, maybe after they hear me out, even as union people, they'll like, they'll get me. Yeah. But in a landmark ruling on Monday, the National Labor Relations Board regional director in Boston found that Dartmouth men's basketball players are employees and granted them the right to unionize. They are a, this is, okay. I fucking kind of think a scholarship in playing college sports is a privilege, and it's it's actually an extracurricular activity. Okay. I'm not naive though, Dave. Because most when of them don't go professional. When 100, yeah. exactly. Thank you. Yeah. When 112,000 people or whatever it is at the big house in Ann Arbor, 100,000 plus at Tennessee, I'm not stupid and know that. Okay, wait a second, Mike. You gotta you gotta admit, you know, 
but my point is when, yeah. when does why does the fucking hot dog seller have to make more than the proprietor of the hot dog stand the hot the owner of the hot dog stands putting everything on the line if you don't like what he's paying you or how he's treating you fucking move on down to the next hot dog stand and they they want to unionize and they want to be paid wages and you know i i guess kudos to the men's dartmouth basketball team because dartmouth is an ivy league school and they're probably mostly lawyers and like, hey, you know what? We could do this because based on the statute of case 166.66.B, we could probably get this one. Well, let, let me fill everybody in here. The Dartmouth men's basketball team in the Ivy League, the perennial basketball power of the Ivy League, right? Right. They're fucking really good. They they do get one berth in the NCAA tournament, and every once in a blue moon they provide an upset in one round, but right. be that as it may. Yeah. Um, Dartmouth is one and five in the con- conference, dead last, by the way. And Five and fourteen, uh, yeah, five and fourteen overall, dead last, by the way. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you want to unionize, right? What Dartmouth should do is like, okay, we fire all of you because you suck, and we can't fucking run a program here. I, I was apprehensive about the NIL, but I I, I kind of sort of get it, and I like the NIL now that I read into it. Like, because the Fab Five, by the way, which the Fab Five never won anything, not even not a national championship, not a Big Ten championship, nothing. But they were the shit. Yeah. When they were out. Yeah. They and they couldn't fucking pay to what to get toilet paper to wipe their ass. And that Ed Mason or Ed Reed or whatever yeah. that guy's name was who gave him like a little bit of spending money, that's what got the banners tore down, whatever. Right. And it's like, okay, so I get the NIL. Because if you're if if seven eleven wants to pay Jalen Rose as a a freshman to promote Slurpees in the Ann Arbor area and they're gonna pay him three grand. Right. I'm good for with that. It's like, hey, fuck. No. You know, they're not going to let them wear U of M colors or any. You know, they might let them wear the color, but they're not going to let them wear the uniform or whatever. Right. I'm good with that. So the NIL, I was reluctant at first, but then I'm like, okay, I get it. These guys want to sue because they're in fucking employees. Well, you're fucking shitty employees because you're dead fucking last. <laughs> and if you, I tell you what, if all these college athletes think they should get so much fucking money. Uh, Michigan's the national champion of the NCAA football, right? Right. What if that, what if those 30 some guys, I know there's more than 30 guys on the team, but I there's think, 30 guys there's that like are 150. Yeah. But 150 didn't have anything to do with that national championship. <laughs> right. Let's say there's 40 guys that had something in the national championship. Let's say they walked off campus and said, Hey, we're, we 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 want to fucking play football and get paid for it. We're gonna fucking have our game played on the middle of a uh, Drashen Center. How what response would they have got from the public? Huh? Really? Yeah. 
I don't know. You might get hit by a car. I don't know, buddy. So it's like, don't give me the fucking shit that, hey, we're, we're fucking employees. Especially the Dartmouth basketball team, you're in fucking last place. I would fucking fire them all. You're terrible. Uh, there has to be a value. I, not, right. Again, right. I will have to research, can Ivy League schools give athletic scholarships? Because I don't know if they can, because Ivy League schools are academic scholarships. Yeah. Whatever. Right. But it's like, okay, Dave. Yeah. You think you're the greatest fucking ex player of all time. Right. And you're going to fucking hold me hostage and want to hold me as a union because you're coming to my institution of Mike Peters, you. Okay, well, I don't need you, Dave. Take your services to the middle of the street. What are you going to get for? Do you, do you think anybody's going to come to the middle of the street and fucking watch you do whatever it is you do? There's got to be a fucking value. Right. Yes. You know, if yes. you have the value to go outside and say, hey, look, I'm Dartmouth basketball doesn't have that ability, and the National Labor Relations Board is going to tell them that, hey, you won the case, you should be a paid employee, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. They're going to school, they're a shitty basketball team, and you're going to fucking award a decision in their favor? You're fucking all out of your fucking minds. And Dartmouth should say, you know what? You're right. We got a pair of employees. Our employees suck. We fold. <laughs> and then not pay 100%. anybody. It's like, yeah. that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Agreed. All right. 100% agreed. Woo! Yeah. The whole, in, in, in high school sports, I mean, I don't know if you've read into this. Florida, Michigan, there's, I mean, NIL is coming to high school. Right. And, and that's fine. And, and, I, and, I, and I would say, I would say this. I heard an interview with Mark Ural. Ural. I'm, I'm going to mispronounce his name because everybody else does. He, you know, he said there are some that the value is there, like you're saying. But the vast majority, if a lot of kids, you know, you're right. You, the, it's not going to happen. If it, parents well, think. I'm going to tell you, I got two emails in the last, mm, in the last month, you know, where they were like, the, the parents were like, well, what should I do? Well, you know, where's the best scholarship opportunity? I don't blame parents for looking for that because college is a lot of money. And you replied back. It's like, you know what? I don't know. I don't even think you're kicking no, work I, at McDonald's, I, but no, fuck it. <laughs> clearly I did not email, but I did not email back like that, but I'm just saying like, you know what I mean? It's, it's I would have. Well, I know you would have, but neither here nor there. It's, I mean, every parent is looking, I did to some degree. I'm thinking like, Oh geez, is there a, is there a chance is, you know, and now maybe I entertain the thought of, you know, some kind of a scholarship because, you know, the, the, my children who I was thinking of, you know, were probably not going to get an academic scholarship. So like, here's the other thing, because shit, this college but, is gonna, this is gonna cost me a shit ton of money. Uh, but fuck. wait, no, wait, no, wait a second. I'm not shitting on scholarships. I understand. These fucking people are suing because they think they should be paid employees of this fucking institution, right? In which you're in dead fucking last I guess, on a shitty basketball yes, yes, fucking league. I understand, and I'm with you. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm cool with team scholarships. Mike. It's like, hey, right. Dave, you do, you're, you're right. a great player. We want yeah. to have you. We're gonna pay for your scholarship, right. and you, and you go into your dorm room and pound your putt and say, oh fuck, I'm going to school for free. 
and I average three point two points a game. Right. And you blow it all over your belly and you go to sleep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so now what I'm the point I'm the point I'm trying to make is I guess is that that you know the point the stop slow down beep 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 like yep. you did before. <sighs> it's so fucking expensive, especially maybe in an Ivy League situation. That anybody is trying to find and hoping and dreaming and praying for an opportunity to be able to somehow pay for it. Okay. So that, do you know what I'm saying? Yep. In, in that, wait in a that, Now hold that I'm just off. saying that's my thought in, in terms of like a no, lot wait of say that. parents. Wait, yeah, okay, okay, wait a second. Yeah. It's not the parent. My fuck you was to the National Labor Relations Board. Okay. Because those yes. the National Labor Relations Board has no vested interest in these Dartmouth players. So my fuck you was to the National True. Labor Relations yes. Board because it's like, yes. wait a second, that's not your... Yeah. I was validating hey, my thought, point. Oh, well, yeah. Your point and my point is like, hey, if I can... um. Hey, um, just just like I said a few uh, weeks ago when I said, hey, can I get a lawsuit together and sue Trevor Lawrence because Nick got so pissed he punched a fridge and broke a bone in his hand. It's going to cost Liz and I like thousands of dollars. Right. I, I'm not blaming anybody, I, you know, yeah. and I'm with that. Yeah. The National Labor Board agreed with these fucking idiots that, hey, yeah, well, you, yeah, you're paid employees. You're paid employees. You're fucking terrible. You should be fucking fired from this job. <laughs> yeah. You're in a terrible basketball conference. I mean, if you were competing for first place, we might fucking see your the light of your right. ways. But you're in last fucking place. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So, yeah so that's my <laughs> that, that's my whole. Oh, but yeah. yeah uh, as yeah. the players, right. I you know I commend the players. Like, hey, they're all lawyers and doctors. It's like, hey, if you know, if we cite statute sixty six B, we could do this. It's like, hey, so double thumbs up to the players at Dartmouth. My fuck you was at the National Labor for like, gotcha. for for letting this fucking proceed. Right. All right. I got you. All right. Uh, the only thing I think we have left probably is the NOTD. Yes. Yes. Next one to die. And then we have to mention it, even though we're, you know, it's a little long. We're, you know, we're like 43 minutes into this yeah, particular. The, the, it the doesn't pay, matter. If you don't like our two hour podcast, you're on my fuck you list and fuck you to those <laughs> who don't like our two hour podcast. Cause I love listening to myself now, I know, talk for I know, two hours. I know Pastor Julie can't stay up that late and that's fine because she probably doesn't want to listen to the third segment. All we want for Pastor Julie is to at least listen. That's yeah. all we're asking. And pray for us. Yes. yes. All right. So um, NOTD is next one to die. And we haven't had that in a while. Nope. But we have to mention these two people because. 216. This one happened on 216 and we were unaware of it. it was, correct. Which was Carl Weathers. Yeah. Apollo Creed in Rocky, yes. the original Rocky. Well, uh, his name, his character name was Dylan in The Predator. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then Action Jackson, he had his own movie, yep. right? Yep. And then one of the most of you are aware of Chubbs in Happy Gilmore. If, you, if oh, you've yeah. seen Happy with Gilmore. The fucking with the wooden out, hand. Yeah. It, it was awesome. And then he finally went out the window. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, you're probably not aware, but the, but the kids are, who are hopefully not listening to this podcast, but he was Combat Carl in Toy Story 4. 
Toy Story 4, he was Combat Carl. Oh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Okay. I'm on Carl Weathers. Did I okay. say I was not no, on Carl I, I just didn't know. All right. And then for those of us in the sci-fi community, all right, they followed The Mandalorian, which is a phenomenal Disney. They should they should have another season of that, like post-haste, because I think, you know, Echo, I think, failed big time. He was Grief Carga uh, in The Mandalorian. He was he was Carl really Weathers good. Was. Carl Weathers. Oh yeah, I don't know. I didn't hear him that. Yeah. I know I know him as um Hell yeah. Oh well, yeah, you know him in the old stuff. The Rocky fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got fuck- Drago killed him. I'm telling you <laughs> what though. Anybody that was like okay, so I'm 53. Anybody that was 45 or older that followed the Mandalorian that was a, you know, a sci-fi person, Star Wars person and saw him as Grief Karga, I mean, was like, oh, hell yeah, let's go. Oh. I mean, they were, I mean, he, he was great. Rest in peace. Carl Weathers. Hey, Carl man, Weathers. Brother. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The next one, Toby Keith. Yes, sir. I'm All not right. even a country fan. And the sick podcasting joke would be he's not even as good as he once was now. <laughs> but <laughs> One of his songs. But I, I'm not even a country fan singer but yeah toby keith i didn't know the fucking guy was sick yeah he kept it under wraps he kept working he kept yep yep. at 62 died he ain't as good as he once was but he's as good once as he ever was yep so solo cup toby keith is the man so now he is the man so what who is going to be the third and the next one to die because they die in threes, threes is what they say yep so the write-up on him was he cultivated an in-your-face persona with hits like Who's Your Daddy, Made in America, Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, Beer for My Horses, all right, and the Solo Cup and all the other ones that you mentioned. And I ain't as good as I once was, arguably could be on my Mount Rushmore of different genre music. Yeah, I would agree. I've, yep. I've been here a time or two. <laughs> you know, it, it's yeah. just, it, yeah. yeah. So I didn't know you were sick. So. Rest in peace, man. Yep. So we have so somebody else is about to die because <laughs> two Carl Weathers, Toby Keith. Well, there was there next was a, one to die. Yeah. So I'm sure in episode two eighteen we'll have that fucking triumvirate <laughs> trifecta. Triumvirate. 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 Okay. Third. I trust you. Uh, uh, All right. Well, the tri that's three. Yeah. So yeah. All right, you ready to rate? I think I am, All and right. I already have rated down. I went three point eight eight because I don't even like peach, and I was very happy with this selection that Liz picked up from moving to the country. Right, and and I'm not even a peach person. I right. don't. I peach is one of my least favorite fruits, and this was a fucking very good fruit of sour. So I went three point eight eight. I went 4.10 because Woo, I matched okay. I matched right. it up with a song and this is this is great. This is refreshing. Like I could at 7.9 I could get turnt on this. I mean, I this is I could see myself it's not too rich, it's not too sweet, you know, two or three deep on this and you're in trouble. I could only hope to get two or three deep. But <laughs> Um, boy, you talk about irony. Yeah. First tasting, Mike, 4.00. 
untapped 4.12, Dave 4.20. Second tasting, Mike 3.53, untapped 3.75, Dave 3.90. Third tasting, Mike 3.88, untapped 297 check-ins, 4.04. Wow. Dave 4.10. So I'm Mr. Scrooge. Untapped is middle of the pack, and Dave is. This holy. is great. Yeah, this is the great. <laughs> but weird. I mean, the, yeah. you couldn't have scripted any better no. than that. But I mean, all of us are in the same ballpark and whatnot. But oh, anything else, David? I do not. Well, Dave, after nearly two hours of technical difficulties there's no i'm not throwing any shade at i i look over your shoulder try to figure out what you're doing i'm like oh well whatever whatever you don't care whether she comes stays lays or prays whatever happens your toes are still tapping that's the way i'm looking at it but and we finally got it to work and as i look down the bottom of my glass i can see i'm out of beer and as the late great Stuart scott would say You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. 